need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Simply said, we all want to live well, do good, be happy, but we get caught up thinking that we have to be different to do that, that we have to be thinner or smarter or richer, healthier, that we have to fix something or change something within ourselves to make a positive impact on the world and live happy lives. I don't believe it. I believe we have all we need right now to do good and be happy. We just need to be ourselves to go all in with our skills and talents, our energy and ideas to be all that we are. But how do we do that in the middle of our regular routine with kids complaining and laundry to fold? How do we live well, do good, be happy with big jobs and full lives? Well, I'm Polly Campbell, and that's what we're gonna talk about here on Simply Said. This is Simply Said, and I am Polly Campbell. Thank you for joining me. Here we go, Season 1, Episode 1, where we will talk about real and practical strategies, tips, ideas, practices to help us live well, do good, and be happy. And by real and practical, I mean things we can do to feel better and less stressed and more connected, even when we're cut off by that guy driving the Toyota during the commute or the kids learn a new four-letter word on the bus or the husband brings cilantro home instead of Italian parsley for that recipe you're making, just saying, where we can feel connected and alive even when we have bills to pay and scary doctor's appointments to hit and money and health issues and aging parents to care for. And still, despite all that, we find ourselves needing to come up with something to make for dinner. So that one we can solve right now. Taco salad, people. Always taco salad. See, the show is already solving all your problems. We'll talk together about the things we can do to elevate our lives, feel better in our daily routine, and really connect with the world so that we can make a positive contribution and add meaning to our experience. Even though this is the first episode, the idea for this podcast began years ago. I was sitting in the dark in the corner of a couch on a cold November morning drinking hot coffee, always hot coffee, in a mug that we'd gotten for a wedding present 16 years before. And on the surface, life seemed pretty good. On the surface, the mug also looked pretty good. But when you drained the coffee out of it, you could see these spidery little cracks 
along the bottom of the mug. And I felt like I had little cracks seeping through me from the inside out. I was sitting on this couch thinking, is this all there is? Is this as good as it's going to get? I was embarrassed by the thought. I get that it's a real privilege to have a warm house and a mug of hot coffee. I get that it's a privilege to have time on this earth at all. I just felt like I wasn't doing anything with it. I was feeling bored and dull. I do believe it's also up to us to create our life experience, to create the experience we want to have, and to leave the world a little better off than when we entered, to leave it a little less grouchy. But that's hard to do when you're grouchy yourself, right? We are all making an impact in the world just by showing up. And I wanted to make sure mine is a positive one. And I want to enjoy my life and be energized and engaged. Yet that morning in November, all I was doing was sit on, sitting on the couch, counting the hours until I could go back to sleep. I was tired all the time. I was overweight. I still had the baby weight. My baby's 12. Everything was just kind of gray and boring. And I knew in that morning that something had to change. It sucked that it had to be me. <laughs> but this podcast simply said is part of that change. My name is Polly Campbell. I'm a writer, an author, a wife, a mother to a 12-year-old. So hello, building resilience right there. I'm also the chief laundry folder, the dishwasher. And apparently I'm the only one in the entire household who has the skills and ability to change out an empty roll of toilet paper. So I have that going for me. I've got curly brown hair gray filtering in now, brown eyes, and I've got chronic illness, which comes for no extra charge with plenty of chronic pain. I've been living with rheumatoid arthritis for decades. I was diagnosed roughly a million years ago when I was a kid. And that has posed some unique challenges. So has my curly hair for that matter, but we don't need to get into that. It's also really turned me on to the value of mindset and attitude and practices, tweaks and strategies that we can use to manage our thoughts, to cope with adversity, to uh, be positive and find the goodness in life no matter what else we have going on because we all have adversity. We're dealing with big stuff, but we can deal with it in a way where we can still enjoy our lives and still make a lasting contribution. The practices that we're going to talk about here in Simply Said will help us create that life, will help us create the life we want instead of complaining about the lives we have. And I've done a lot of research into this. I've studied and researched psychology, spirituality, and personal development for decades. I've written three books on these topics, hundreds of articles and blog posts from magazines like Arthritis Today, Spirituality and Health Magazine, Psychology Today, and Psych Central. I've interviewed some of the top psychologists, neuroscientists, researchers, and teachers in the world to really learn how to use these strategies in a practical way in my own life, or at least use the ones that work for me to live better, feel healthier, more engaged, less stressed, and more connected. And yes, I even meditate. I know, I know, but don't turn me off yet because I'm not going to go all woo-woo on Simply Said. This is practical stuff that we can use right now to feel better in the middle of our daily lives, whether we're doing dishes or vacationing in Hawaii or weathering a tween-age sleepover or dealing with a client call. Sometimes it's just enough to come together and connect 
make life a little easier and laugh about it all because seriously, life can feel more like a television sitcom and there are those days. There are many days, in fact, where I find the best coping technique is a happy hour with my girlfriend because that social network can make all the difference. We'll cover that too. I'll share my personal stories, what worked, what didn't, where I screwed up, some science-backed research, not the boring kind, but the kind that you can really use in your life. Interviews from interesting experts, because one of the best things about being a writer is I can get away with asking just about anything. And I'll probably have even some of my friends on and listeners like you from time to time, because I am surrounded by people who are so much smarter and funnier and insightful that I am than I am that I think we can all really learn from each other and really come together and connect and talk over this stuff. So are you, are you in? Are you with me? I'm so glad because all this feels a little scary. Simply said is a gigantic step out of my comfort zone. And it's something I've been thinking about for a while. But when I started thinking about it, I was so stuck. I was really in a slump. You know what I'm talking about? I think we all feel stuck from time to time. Life takes on its own rhythms, ups and downs. And I was definitely at a down spot, waking up every morning, feeling tired, counting the hours till bed. I was having some major pain and limitation with the arthritis. And I was seeing a number of doctors, including a surgery, who wanted to replace uh, one of my hips. And yet I realized I just wasn't ready. Sure, the thought of somebody going in and working on my body and, and fixing that so I could feel better, that was appealing. But my head wasn't in it. I wasn't where I wanted to be in my life and I wasn't ready to go under anesthesia before I had made sense of some of these other things. I'd realized I'd gotten way too comfortable. You know what I'm talking about? Life can be such a flurry of activity. You know, for me, I started my writing business and then I got married and then I had a kid and then there was a melanoma diagnosis and surgery and then I wrote a few books. Life is always up and down. Our jobs change, move, we move, we have different relationships. Kids come into play, they move out. Things are happening. And for a while, life is really just about keeping up, right? With the good and the bad, keep going. And then when it finally slows, we settle in. And sometimes this is called the plateau, where we move from this place of steep learning to a place where we can rest and relax. And we can look back a minute and say, look at this. Look at what we've done. Look at what we survived. Look at what we've created. We become comfortable after a time of real transition and discomfort. We take a breath and we relax and that feels good for a while. And this is where I was after the cancer and the kid and the marriage and the books. I was sitting back a little bit. It felt good to, to reflect, to think about what was next. But then that comfort became very uncomfortable. I started to feel bored. Everything was familiar. Been there, done that. The routine was getting me down. Instead of infusing me with life, it felt like a drag. I didn't know what I liked anymore. I didn't know what I wanted to do next. And for a while, I wondered if I was depressed. Depression, according to the American Psychiatric Association, is a major mental illness that negatively affects how we feel and how we think and how we act. The good thing about depression is it's highly treatable. 
It causes feelings of sadness or loss of interest, but it can also be treated through a variety of ways, including therapy and medication. 16% of us will experience depression at some point in our lives, according to the APA. One third of all women will experience depression. And those of us with chronic illness, we have a higher risk too. So I wondered if I was depressed. There were times I was feeling sad. Um, there were times I had changes in appetite, uh, read eating everything in sight. I was having trouble sleeping. I was tired all the time. I just wasn't feeling excited about life. Feelings of depression do include persistent sadness, a lot of interest or pleasure in activity, changes in appetite. You might eat too much, you might eat less than usual. You might sleep too much or have trouble sleeping at all, loss of energy or increased fatigue. You might also, if you're depressed, according to the APA, feel purposeless, worthless, guilty all the time. You might have extreme worry, pacing, hand rigging. I didn't have any of those while I was tired all the time. I felt a lot of energy. I wasn't feeling worthless or guilty. I wasn't feeling a lack of interest. I was ready to get up and get going in the morning. I just wasn't enthused about what I had to do. I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So that's the distinction for many people between feeling stuck and feeling depressed. If you think you have these symptoms of depression, if these symptoms are persistent, they're every day, all day, see your doctor, talk this over with somebody. I am not a doctor, this is not medical advice, but I do know that depression is not a weakness or character flaw. It's not a mistake you made, it's not something you did. It's a common and treatable mental illness. So if this fits, go talk to your doctor about it, get some feedback and get a plan for what to do next. You know, for many of us, it's not uncommon for us to feel tired. We're parenting, we're working full time, we're helping aging parents. We are dealing with relationships. We are packing lunch at 6 a.m. and then heading for a workout. We are wearing ourselves out. Simply because you are fatigued doesn't mean that you're depressed. It just means that you're wearing yourself thin. But if you are feeling persistent fatigue and sadness, those could be signs of depression. So call your doc, get this taken care of, get some help. We've got good things to do in the world and we need you to be a part of it. So I investigated these feelings. Was I depressed or was I stuck? And I met with a therapist. Um, by the way, something you should know about me, I love therapy. I think it's so helpful to learn about ourselves and talk with professionals who can give us perspective and insight. Um, and after my own research and exploration, what I realized is I was just really good and stuck. I was really uncomfortable in the space that I was in. And that's when I recognized that feeling stuck is actually a good thing because it gets us moving again. When our comfort zone is no longer comfortable, it pushes us into unfamiliar territory. I recognized that during that time, I was simply taking care of the must-dos of my life, the family stuff, the household chores, the, the work that paid the bills. I wasn't really doing anything that was challenging or interesting. I wasn't being particularly creative. I wasn't working out, so my physical energy was flagging and down. I become more introverted. introverted. I wasn't connecting with my community getting together with friends very often. I realized that the things that actually infused my life with energy and meaning, those were the things I was not doing. I was just getting by. 
To get unstuck, then, we have to move forward into unfamiliar territory. We have to rediscover our interests and start participating in life again. That's when I started thinking of this podcast. I saw it as a way to both connect with others and hopefully add value, uh, maybe leave something positive in the planet. And it's also a way of upping my creative life. It can start to rebuild those things I was lacking. It felt like a gigantic leap forward and it feels vulnerable and scary today, like writing a book does, like being in a relationship or putting a kid on the school bus for the first time or applying for the promotion, right? Sticking our necks out there, it is a vulnerable experience, but it's also exhilarating because when we are learning and expanding and creating, we are moving, we are taking action, we are growing, and that's when we are no longer stuck. When we are moving into a new direction, we're not stuck. And that feels good because as humans, we're expansive human beings. We like to create. We like to grow. So how do we do that? How do we get moving again when we're stuck? And that brings us to our first segment, which is called Simply Start. Simply Start is going to be a regular segment uh, where we talk about what steps we can take right now to actually amp up and elevate our life experience. You know, I often get so caught up with long to-do lists, all the stuff I need to get done in the day, that I'm overwhelmed and paralyzed, that it's hard to get anything done. I've heard writers talk about this too, where they have so many works in progress or so many ideas they want to create and write about, that they become overwhelmed by the choice. They're unable to pick anything so they write nothing. Have you ever felt this way when you're grocery shopping or clothes shopping? You go in and the sheer number of choices we have to make keep us from being able to make any single choice. So we leave with nothing, right? That happens in life and that is how we stay stuck. Let's not do it that way anymore. The way around this, the way to get unstuck is to simply start. Do one thing, the smallest of small things, the babiest of baby steps, the next best move, the next right action. Do something. And when we do, we create momentum in the process. We get moving and the momentum builds and we take that energy with us and move forward. And pretty soon we're excited again and changing the world and seeing everything as rainbows and unicorns. Okay, well, maybe not the rainbows and unicorns thing. I might be getting ahead of myself. But I am telling you this, that take a baby step, one little thing. Simply start, and that will move you forward, and you will get unstuck. So simply start. Try one new thing today. Try a new recipe. Read a new genre of a book. Try a new workout. Go to a new restaurant. Listen to music you've never listened to before. Do something new. Novelty is the antidote to stagnation. You want to feel more excited about your life right now, more engaged? Then do something different. Don't judge the experience. Whatever you choose, you might hate the new restaurant. You might hate the new recipe. You might not ever want to listen to hip-hop again. But celebrate that you have taken a baby step out of your comfort zone. You also might uncover a little bit of awesome and get moving again. And now research tells us this is how passion develops too. You know, everybody says, follow your passion. Well, for many of us, we don't know what that passion is. We know now, thanks to research by 
Gregory Walton and Carol Dweck and others, that passion is a product of developing our interests. Passion develops over time. It's not something we arrive at. And by exploring new things, by bringing novelty into your life and exploring your interests, you develop the interests that lead to passion. So take this simple step. Simply start. Do one new thing. And let me know how it goes. Write me at www.imperfectspirituality.com or find me on Facebook, Polly Campbell Author Speaker, or tweet me at PL Campbell. And let me know what you did and how it felt when you did it. What'd you learn? We can all get unstuck by taking a baby step forward. Now it's time for our segment, Simply Nifty. This segment is called Simply Nifty because I just don't think people use the word nifty enough anymore. Each week I'll turn you on to an idea, a product, a book, a post, a favorite piece of advice, a favorite food, or something else that I thought was helpful, fun, cool, surprising, generally nifty. So this week's Simply Nifty item is a book called Get It Done, From Procrastination to Creative Genius in 15 Minutes a Day by Sam Bennett. Creative genius, people! I was hooked by the title. This book was a Christmas gift from my sister, and it's a realistic approach about getting unstuck and, and bringing some creative energy back into your life. Because yes, we are all creative, and there's a whole other segment there, which we'll be talking about in the episodes to come. But this book is about finding ways to do things that are meaningful, to develop the work and activities that infuse us with energy. I loved it. I found it helpful. I've incorporated many of the things from the book into my regular practice, which is one of the ways that I landed here with the podcast. I just got started and took baby steps. I found the book by Sam Bennett, Get It Done to Be Simply Nifty. I hope you do too. So there you have it. We did it. Episode one, season one is in the books. Thank you for joining me here. I'll be back next week with another episode and if you want to cheat and work ahead there's a few more up now so you can listen ahead and hear what we're up to if you like what you hear please give me a five-star review the big wigs tell me that those reviews are super important for bumping us up on the list so more people can find us subscribe so you can get this in your inbox every week wherever podcasts are listened to and tell others about simply said those things will help us keep going, coming together and talking over this stuff. If you have any ideas or suggestions about practices that you're using to make the days a little brighter, let me know. Tweet me at, at PL Campbell or find me on Facebook under Polly Campbell, speaker, author. And thank you for coming together with us today. Thanks for sharing your time with me. I'll be back with more Simply Said. Now let's go. Live well. Do good and be happy. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body and soul. 
I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today.